Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, May 9th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. St. Louis-born Jordan Ward, an R&B artist who lives in Los Angeles, comes home tomorrow for a show at Blueberry Hill. He's on tour to promote Forward, an album focused on family, love, and growth. It's also a forward in the story as in my debut album. You know, it's been an accumulation of everything I've learned up until this point. Ward speaks with St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis in just a few minutes. The Missouri legislature has passed a bill that eliminates the state income tax on Social Security. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the measure received broad bipartisan support. The House voted 154 to 2 to pass the legislation, while the Senate voted 33 to 1 in April. According to a fiscal note on the bill, the change is expected to cost the state $318 million in general state revenue. While she voted for the bill, Representative Deb Lavender said the revenue loss is concerning. We don't have anything in place to replenish that revenue that we're cutting out of our um, income levels for us to be able to have the ability to spend in the future. The bill now goes to the governor. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. A Democratic state senator is expecting debate this week in Jefferson City over legislation barring gender-affirming care for transgender minors. Lauren Arthur says the legislature is likely to pass the Senate version, which includes exemptions for transgender youth currently taking puberty blockers or hormone therapy. Arthur says there's little chance the legislature will pass restrictions this year on drag performances or how public school teachers can discuss sexual orientation or gender identity. I'm sure we'll see those bills filed again next year. I'm sure there will be an attempt to force debate on the topic, but I just don't see there being a real need or desire to go down that road. Arthur was a guest on Politically Speaking. The episode is at stlpr.org. A battle over health care for undocumented immigrants is complicating the budget negotiations in Illinois. Alex Degman reports. Lawmakers are sparring over a program providing state health care coverage at a certain income level for those 42 and older. It also covers legal residents who have been in the U.S. less than five years. Department of Health Care and Family Services projections show the program will cost nearly a billion dollars more than Governor J.B. Pritzker initially estimated, and it's so far unclear how that will be reconciled. Republicans want to pause enrollments and conduct an audit, but some program advocates say that amounts to anti-immigrant sentiment and they question the department's projections. Supporters also want to expand the program to cover adults 19 and older. There are measures pending to do that, but it's unclear if they'll gain traction before lawmakers adjourn on the 19th. I'm Alex Dagman. St. Louis police are increasing patrols after five people were shot and killed in the city over the weekend. Two of the victims were on Cherokee Street. The others were in the Hyde Park neighborhood of North St. Louis. Police Major Ryan Cousins says the violence has prompted the department to move up summer patrolling plans involving more officers, SWAT units, and other specialized teams on the streets. We have to create a large presence, and hopefully people will, uh, that will deter people from coming downtown or anywhere else in the city uh, carrying weapons. Along with the deaths, 17 people were injured in 13 shootings. Cousins says residents also called police with complaints of crowds and reckless driving. The Drug Enforcement Agency's St. Louis Division has seized more than 1 million fentanyl pills and roughly 200 pounds of methamphetamine as part of a national operation. 
It also seized 100 pounds of fentanyl powder and more than 400 firearms in Operation Last Mile. The year-long effort focused on two cartels from Mexico, the DEA says, are responsible for the majority of fentanyl and meth in the U.S. The national investigation has led to more than 3,000 arrests. The DEA says the St. Louis office made 72 of those. That division includes Missouri, Kansas, and southern Illinois. Since before the pandemic, there's been a big shortage of truck drivers. The American Trucking Association estimates the industry needs nearly 80,000 drivers, and that number is expected to go up. As Harvest Public Media's Eva Tesfai reports, that's affecting the ag industry, which is seeking solutions. The training to get the license required to drive these vehicles can cost a few thousand dollars. So the Illinois Farm Bureau started offering a scholarship, says Jennifer Smith of the Bureau's Foundation. Trucking is a huge industry, and so when it faces a a labor shortage, we need to make sure that ag products can continue to move and continue to feed the supply chain. But other barriers to getting new drivers include the time commitment for training and attracting workers to a difficult job with long hours away from home. For Harvest Public Media, I'm Eva Tesfai. We have a correction to a story that ran yesterday. A bill passed by the Illinois legislature would not end the state ban on hanging objects such as air fresheners from a vehicle's rearview mirror. The measure would prohibit law enforcement from pulling over drivers solely because they have an object hanging from their mirror. It's been a busy year for St. Louis native and R&B artist Jordan Ward, touring with hip-hop acts Jid and Smino. He lives in Los Angeles and comes home tomorrow for a show at the Duck Room at Blueberry Hill. He's on tour to promote his album Forward, which focuses on growth, family, and the romantic relationships that have shaped his life. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis asked Ward about the meaning of his most recent album. The album... It's forward, it's forward evolution. It's for Ward, it's for my family, for myself. It's the fourth Ward, it's my fourth project. But it's also a forward in the story as in my debut album. You know, it's been an accumulation of everything I, I've learned up until this point. Communicating since the day I left from home. And as we get older, it's hard to reach understanding. With the song Fam Jam 4000, I know that's a song that's really centered around family. Could you talk a little bit about just some of the specific memories that are associated with that song? It's about a specific member of my family. You come into this world and your family, they go from being your elders to people who are closer to your age to at a certain point you realize you're both human beings with flaws and differences and opinions. And, you know, sometimes that can drive you apart, but at the end of the day, all we got is family, all we got is blood. As you've been on tour with rappers Jid and Smino, uh, have you been noticing that there are certain songs from your album that are resonating the most with audiences? We haven't performed a ton of the album yet, just more so of the singles and stuff. But it was crazy just seeing this music grow over time. Like, we literally dropped the album on the road in New York. And by the time we got to Europe, you know, a lot of fans were singing Fam Jam back to me. You know what I'm saying? They was they were singing and clapping and getting ready for me to perform. So that one was crazy. Cheramoya was crazy. You know? You've always been real good to me. 
My cherimony is so sweet. All the best things come naturally. Thought I'd find y'all once they on the beach. Honestly, it's pretty insane. The title track of the album, Forward, is something that is pretty emotional and definitely a very personal track where you talk about your family, but also talk about incarceration and, and drugs. How have family members, you know, responded to the album? It's been interesting, man. If I'm to be honest, you know, and you can probably pick it up from the album, but I'm still not, you know, super talking to everybody in my family, you know? So I don't even know how some of them feel or even if they know that I'm talking to them. But as far as what's actually gotten back to me, it's been a lot of love. The fact that my mom loves it and can stand by it and she gets where I'm going, I'm like, all right, cool. On your song, Bust Down, the first track of the album, you even mentioned wondering where you'll be four or five years from now. Still I keep thinking about four or five years from now and how all this will pan out. Where do you see yourself? I'm trying to be happy, man. I'm trying to have my dreads looking like tree trunks, like big arms coming off my head. Man, I want me and all the homies, all the gang go financially free. New album on the way, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Same vibes as right now, man. We just trying to keep it going, man. You've got a show here this Wednesday. What does it feel like to come back to St. Louis to perform? It means everything, man. Just to be able to come back and perform is, is a huge blessing. To perform at Blueberry Hill, home of Chuck Berry, you know what I'm saying? St. Louis Pioneer. And then to sell it out is just insane. You know, and I'm I'm grateful. I'm a if I jump in the crowd, y'all better catch me. You know what I'm saying? If not, I'm not coming back. I'm not just playing. I'll be back when I dig my mind out the mud. So afraid to fail that I Our David Casares edited that report. Before wrapping up, a St. Louis poet has won this year's Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. Carl Phillips teaches at Washington University and was honored for his most recent book, Then the War and Selected Poems. Then the War. They planted flowers because the house had many rooms and because they'd imagined a life in which cut flowers punctuate each room, as if each were a sentence, not just to be decorated, but to be given some discipline, with the most memorable sentences, like people, always slightly resist. Spit of land, rags of cloud rack. Meanwhile, hawk's nest, winter nest, stamina as a form of faith, little cove that a life equals, what they meant, I think, by what they called the soul, twilight taking hold deep in the marshweed, in the Pacassandra, where the wind can't reach. Then the war. Then the field and the mounted police parading their proud-looking horses across it. Then the next morning's fog, the groundsmen barely visible inside it, shadow-like, shade-like, grooming the field back to immaculateness. Then the curtains billowing out from the lightless room toward the sea. Then the one without hair stroked the one who had some. They closed their eyes. If gently... Hard to say how gently. 
then the war was nothing that still bewildered them, if it ever had. That's Phillips reading a selection from the Pulitzer Prize award-winning book during an appearance last year on St. Louis on the Air. Phillips has taught at WashU since 1993. He plans to move back to his home state of Massachusetts after retiring in the coming year. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.